For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the Blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home, political. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasures. And welcome to your Taco Tuesday on Bo Snurley's Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. Of course, today is Taco Tuesday, but it's also Mark Stein Day. And we will, yes, indeed, hear from our friend Mark Stein very shortly. So much in the news. We are, of course, one week away from Election Day, and the forecasters are out. I just didn't even have time to read the full content of this story, just printed it out. Election forecasters shift more House races in favor of Republicans. One week before midterm elections, the Cook Political Report shifted its rating in 10, 10 Democratic House districts. Ten Democrat-held congressional seats shifted in the Republicans' favor, according to Cook Political Report's House forecasts, just one week before the 2022 midterm elections are set to take place. As the midterms near, seats that were anticipated likely wins for the Democrat Party are now appearing vulnerable for Republican pickup following Spikes in violent crimes, rising gas prices, and rising prices with consumer goods. There were concerns over education and the ongoing crisis at the southern border. In fact, there was a a news story. I'll have to find it in my big stacks of stories here today. Uh, There was an incident down at the southern border with people coming in, waving the Venezuelan flag, and fighting, fighting with our Border Patrol agents. Now, amid all of that, the Fed has kicked up interest rates again, another 75 basis point rate hike. There was there were two stories yesterday. I didn't have a chance to get to them in the Wall Street Journal. And those stories detail what's going on in the housing market. It's not good. 
It is not good. Not good. The number of mortgages from Rocket, and Rocket was writing one in ten of the mortgage dollars in America, but that number has slowed down dramatically. People are not so anxious to go grab a second mortgage, and they're not even refinancing their houses right now. So a definite slowdown. And if you're one of them, and if you were thinking about selling but you decided not to, or you're considering about buying, or if you have any other reaction to these uh, interest rates, why don't you give us a call? Tell us what is behind your thinking. Or if you're just going to go ahead, business as usual, and these uh, these rate increases don't mean anything to you, let us know that too. Here's something that won't happen, I bet. According to the chairman of the FCC, that would be the Federal Communications Commission, TikTok should be banned in the United States. The chairman, Brendan Carr, said, there's no way to have sufficient confidence that Americans' data that is being used on TikTok is not being sent back to Beijing and the Communist Party. Well, no kidding. You guys figured that one out, did you? Wow, we must have some geniuses over there. Now, you you all know that Kathy Hochul the other day said that it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. There's no real violent crime going on. There's no crime. It's all just a Republican conspiracy. Uh, People, this crime thing, it's all in your mind. There's no problem. Crime's not a problem. Well, now, remember Jen Psaki? Remember Jen Psaki? She was before uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the White House uh, uh, spokesbabe. Jen Psaki, who's now on MSNBC, says that Republicans are giving a green light for violence by allegedly being silent about the attack on Paul Pelosi. (sighs) Silent. Silent. We are giving a green light, Republicans, by being silent on the attack on Paul. Do you remember when somebody showed up at Justice Kavanaugh's house armed? Did you hear any Democrats out in the street saying, oh, this is terrible? Did you hear them on the mainstream news saying, oh, this is just terrible, we need something done? Did you hear the DOJ make a forceful statement? Did you hear the President of the United States tell his Democrat minions out there, hey, 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 this is not good? Don't show up at the at the houses of Supreme Court justices armed. Did you hear a word of that? Remember when Steve Scalise got shot? Remember that? Remember when Antifa was in the streets during the Trump years, including his inauguration, vandalizing violence? Do you do, do you remember when Portland was up in flames for like two, three months straight? Do you remember all the BLM riots in the streets and 
Do you, do you remember also Democrats saying a word negative about any of it? So, Jen Psaki, two words for you, but sadly, I cannot say on this program, on public airwaves, the two words that I have in mind. She's pathetic. That, yes, but it wasn't those two words. I will leave it to the imaginations of what two words are appropriate to say to Jen Psaki, Republicans giving the green light to violence. Our country is in serious trouble. And it is. And we'll be back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets. Cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bose Nerdly, presents Mark Stein. Well, here he is. Our undocumented anchorman, Mark. I have to tell you something. I saw an ad, I saw a story this week, and this is to me no wonder Mark doesn't live over there or never wanted to. Your new king is paying <laughs> is is advertising for a master gardener. This is the guy that's going to be working on the gardens of that those those gorgeous castles and all that stuff that they live in. Uh-huh. He, he the pay is thirty five grand a year. You. <laughs> You can't even get somebody to do your lawn over here in the states for thirty-five grand a year. No, bunch of cheapskates. No, that's actually he's actually. uh, I'm. I think I'm paying more to have my lawn done, uh, which is a lot smaller than his lawns at Buckingham Palace, Windsor Castle, Balmoral Castle, Sandringham, Highgrove House, and wherever else this guy is going to be running the mower. He's, uh, it, 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 they're not paid a lot, these people. Uh, these And they do it, the members of the royal household, they do it for love. So it's not about the money. If you want to make money, you're much better going on Instagram and becoming an influencer or twerking or whatever. Whatever cake than sitting. being a royal gardener. That's certainly true. Have you seen the cake sitters? Speaking of that, have you seen the cake sitter? 
You do know that that's a thing now, right? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to know. I'm basically, I'm, as you pointed out, I'm a subject of the king. I'm basically a mid-19th century guy who's 150 years past his sell-by date. So these kinky things that you hipsters are into, I don't want to go there. I found out by accident, Mark. Listen, <laughs> since the last time we were together, there was a brutal attack, as we all know, on mm. Paul Pelosi. Now... <clears throat> It turns out, Mark, that some uh, there's a Fox News report that this gentleman, this Canadian, yes, this Canadian. <laughs> no, that's true. He is. He is a Canadian. Has been in the United States illegally. He's yeah. way past his visa. Yeah, yeah. So once again, immigration, illegal immigration, rears its ugly head. But is that going to have an impact at all on this Paul Pelosi story? And by the no, way... No, no, that's actually very interesting. You know, visa overstays are never mentioned. If it's just some guy from south of the border who runs somebody down in suburban Virginia or whatever, the visa overstay element is never mentioned. I'm, I'm interested as a Canadian... <laughs> Who, who's way overstayed in the United States. I'm interested to see that this is actually the first time that the Democrats and their media chums are actually making an issue of the immigration status of a guy. So you can, if you, if you come from south of the border, you can drive drunk, run over as many people as you want. But if you come from north of the border and you go up against a big shot Democrats, suddenly illegal immigration is an issue. It's interesting that, and uh, and it's duly noted. Now, there have been some ugly, ugly, ugly rumors, Mark, about what really happened out there in San Francisco, and I don't want to engage in any speculation, but let me just ask you, do you think we've been told the whole story? Do you feel confident that the narrative that we've heard, there's this crazed right-winger, that's what they said at first, who came in and did all this, is this, do you think we've gotten the full Pelosi story? No, because I must say, uh, one of the things that uh, I've come sadly to realize over the last few years is that the official narrative is almost never true. And that's particularly, uh, that's, that's particularly the case when it, uh, when the Democrats are interested in imposing the narrative. Now, I'm not interested in, really in this story terribly much at all but i find it in i do find it interesting and striking that the police claim at first that a third man opened the door to the pelosi residence and now apparently we're told that was an error there was no third man and i find things uh, my whole attitude now and this goes back to things like the i'm not a conspiratorially minded kind of guy at all i would like to be able to believe in the in in the statements of bureaucrats from a long established constitutional republic but uh, you know th the the las vegas thing put me off a lot of this stuff uh this guy commits the biggest mass shooting in history and somehow uh the police neglect to secure his house out of town so that gets broken into and all the stuff stolen there's i just don't be i don't believe when particularly when it involves powerful important people uh, I, I think there's a certain amount of cleaning up of the story uh, to make it uh, fit the least inconvenient narrative. And, and certainly this third man who was there on the night but now apparently doesn't exist is a, is a good example. You know, there was a, a third man, well, a third person that was involved in Mr. Pelosi's DUI thing. 
Apparently yeah. it was reported there was a witness out in the middle of nowhere in wine country, and no one's ever explained what happened to that witness. That just curious, since you happen to mention third party, you know, curious. Yeah, no, no, a lot of this stuff is good. And the other thing I find completely contemptible, which is obviously the fact that uh, the Democrats never let it's not just that they never let a crisis go to waste, as Rahm Emanuel said. They never let anything go to waste. So they're in big trouble, supposedly, before this election next week, and they need a bit of help. So now the thing is that this guy, who, as you said, is basically an illegal Canadian hippie, uh, Black Lives Matter, uh, LGBT, QWERTY flag, all the rest of it, uh, living with a nudist, uh, but uh, you'd get the impression just from watching network news coverage that he's some sort of MAGA guy who spends every weekend at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, the the glamorization of political violence is the left's thing. The only two uh, prominent-serving politicians who have been brutally attacked are Steve Scalise and Rand Paul, who are both living with the, the injuries they suffered. Uh, Paul Pelosi's very own daughter, Christina Pelosi, tweeted out that Rand Paul's neighbor was right. Right to attack oh. him, that is. Right to attack him. That's Paul Pelosi's daughter. Um, and, and so Rand Paul and Steve Scalise get attacked. Nobody cares. Nobody does this. Nobody does story. Oh, is left-wing violence getting out of hand? Nobody runs stories like that. The glamorization of uh, the left are the ones who do all the. They do all these plays. They do all these novels about assassinating Republican presidents. They put on a version of Julius Caesar in which uh, Julius Caesar has a Donald Trump wig in New York City, paying Broadway prices, uh, Shakespeare in the Park, to see a Donald Trump lookalike getting stabbed, 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 um, just because it turns them on, in the same way that the Kathy Griffin thing, holding up the severed head of Trump, turns them on. And for the most part, these people, don't, Kathy Griffin, in the end, doesn't have it in her to go actually elf and decapitate him. Uh, uh, she's not like, you know, the guys at Gitmo who enjoy the actual decapitation. Uh, she just enjoys the frisson, the thrill of fantasizing about the decapitation. And the trouble is when you have uh, that kind of vibe in the air, you know, that's how it leads to Rand Paul and Steve Scalise. And uh, Maxine Waters telling us to confront Trump people wherever you find them in the open and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But the, yeah. the Amazon Prime, I'll leave, I'll leave this one with this, Mark. The Amazon Prime Washington Post had a, a, an op-ed from their editorial board, and they questioned in the op-ed if America is now a country that can protect its leaders from violence. And it just it struck me funny because the real conversation that's happening on American streets is, can America protect its citizens from violence from the criminals that Democrats let out of jail on a daily basis? Yeah, but well, I, I, since you since you always uh, bring up the monarchy that you threw off with me, um, <laughs> I will say this for the the Queen: uh, a guy stepped out uh, trooping the colour, which is a military ceremony, which she rode on a beloved uh, horse given to her by. Uh, the Canadian Mounties uh, every year, and she was riding in that parade. A guy stepped out from the crowd and leveled a gun at her. 
Now, the police got to him and stopped anything, but everyone was saying, oh, oh do you think we should, do you think the Queen, instead of riding on a horse, should be in some uh, you, uh, bulletproof glass contraption? And the Queen said, no, 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 that's not going to happen. I'm going to be back on my horse next year because that risk is part of the job. Now, this, this is where the story gets odd in San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi flies home every weekend in a government plane because the people around her think it's not safe for the Speaker of the House to use the same modes of transportation that everybody else does. She can't possibly fly commercial. It's not safe. So we're supposed to believe that she has to f have a government plane to fly her from Washington to San Francisco, but that in San Francisco she's completely unprotected. That's another aspect of this story that doesn't make any sense. These guys are already too insulated from the rhythms of ordinary life. The Queen got that right, and these people saying Nancy Pelosi needs to be even more sealed off from reality are in the wrong on this. Well, speaking of places that have been sealed off, for many people... Places like Oregon are sealed off from their experiences. They don't want to go there because it's so dangerous. It looks like now Oregon might end up with a Republican governor. And that might be one of the big surprises that comes out. Now we are a week away today from Election Day. Uh, what are you expecting a week from now, Mark? Well, I, I'm concerned about, you know, when I see some of these numbers like... Uh, you know, Fetterman just being three points down in uh, Pennsylvania and uh, whoever it is just being five points down in Georgia because that's that's close enough for those elections in those particular states to be stolen. But what is interesting to me about places like Oregon or indeed which is sort of closer to me in New Hampshire, somewhere mm -hmm. like Vermont, is that um, actually... You know, the the I'm surprised the Democrat uh, vote has held up the way it has because everything is wrecked now. Nothing works. It's all cut. And yet I think at a certain level, people, you know, people who are about to become the victims of the policies they've supported for decades, their entire life. A lot of these nice little Democrat ladies who voted Democrat ever ever since they were 18 years old, uh, and everything is wrecked. And it's asking a lot of people to admit you got every... Your, the, the last 20 votes you've cast in the last 20 election cycles got everything wrong, and this is the world you have made. And it is asking a lot, I think, for people to actually acknowledge that they made the wrong choices. So I hope we have some good news uh, next Tuesday. But, you know... Places like Oregon, by the standards of almost anywhere on earth, ought to be paradise. Vermont ought to be paradise. But liberal policies have turned those states, uh, you know, Burlington, Vermont, a nice shishi little town. Now it's completely wrecked uh, by, by crime and drugs and homelessness and all the other things that Democrat policies always result in. Well, Joe Biden, speaking of oil prices and being a wreck, now says that the oil companies are, as usual, evil. They've made too many. They've made too much money, and he yeah. wants to tax them. He wants to put more taxes on the, the those greedy, evil oil companies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
the, the thing is, Joe Biden and the Democrats have announced that these guys are going to be out of business in 2030 or 2035 max. So that's like 8 to 13 years away, because places like California have said they're going to make the internal combustion engine illegal. You're only going to buy, be able to buy electric cars, which means nobody's even going to have a car because that'll cut private car ownership to about a hundredth or maybe a thousandth of what it is today. So he's told them that he's putting, he's told, uh, you know, all uh, Standard Oil and all the rest, Exxon, uh, Mobil, BP, all the rest of them, that you're going to be out of business in eight years. Uh, and then he's surprised. <laughs> he's surprised they want to make big profits now. <laughs> I mean, screw you, Joe Biden. This is entirely artificial. You know, Exxon has no future. BP has no future. Uh, these are these are companies. He's told he's told them they're evil. They're, he's putting them out of business, and now he's surprised. Oh wait, I've only got six months to live. Uh, <laughs> I need to make all the money I can in the next six months. That's basically what he told them. We promised a big announcement last week. <clears throat> it's time, Mark. <laughs> it's time. No more. No more stalling. What's the big announcement we have for the WABC listening audience? Well, uh, after all the COVID clobbered everything, uh, I'm going to be doing another Mark Stein cruise. And this time I have a really special guest with me. Let me see. I've forgotten his name, but I've got the piece of paper here. Uh, I can't quite Bo Bo Snurdly is going to be is going to be on the cruise and and it's fantastic because uh, as you know when COVID clobbered the entire cruising business you were supposed to be on our cruise then back whenever that was in the pre-COVID era whatever it was 1937 yes all those years ago. Uh, and and instead, uh, we've had to wait a bit, but you are going to be there with us. So we, we hope people will want to come along with us. You can find out more at MarkSteinCruise.com. And, you know, I know from when I've done previous cruises, uh, I know that, uh, that uh, people used to say, oh, I wish Rush would do a cruise. And Rush, in fact, did do one cruise, I believe, in the late 80s, and then he decided he didn't really like doing that, and he never, and he never did another, <laughs> and he didn't need to do another, so that was fine. So, so, the, so you and me together is basically as close as you can get uh, to the old uh, EIB uh, days, and so we hope that uh, uh, we hope the people will, will want to come along. But you'll have a hell of a you'll have a hell of a time. I'm looking forward to it. Then. Yes, we yeah. are going to cruise it. And yeah. one more time, where can people find more information about the cruise and about you, Mark? Uh, they, if they can go to MarkSteinCruise.com. And uh, if that's all one, that's all one word. And if you've already forgotten that URL, if you just go to regularoldsteinonline.com, we've got a link to it there. And that's S-T-E-Y-N, folks, steinonline.com. Mark, as always, thank you. What a pleasure. Thanks a lot, James. See you on the high seas. All righty. is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. From the Abbey Road album, 
The Beatles on 77 WA BLC. Abbey Road. When was it released, Kev? 1969. It hit number one in the Billboard album chart and would stay on top for 11 weeks. Abbey Road from the Beatles. How old were you when that record came? Oh, never mind. I was merely even a thought, James. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. The Beatles' Abbey Road, 1969. Number one album in America. And, of course, so many people, so many artists have gone to Abbey Road and taken their pictures in the crosswalk as that is one of the most iconic photos for an album cover ever, the Beatles' Abbey Road. Uh, In Pennsylvania, ladies and gentlemen, the Pennsylvania race, uh, Mr. Fetterman is again refused to answer questions or whether his doctor will take questions. This would be the doctor that said, hey, he's okay. Don't worry about Mr. Fetterman. He's okay. He's fully recovered from the stroke, blah, blah, blah. The doctor, who, by the way, uh, also donated to his campaign. Now, Mr. Fetterman was on with Don Lemon this morning. And Mr. Fetterman, by the way, we are coming to your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. But Mr. Fetterman was on with Don Lemon. You know, Don Lemon's got that new morning show on CNN. And Don Lemon asked him a pretty straightforward question about, well, let me let you listen to the question and the answer. This is uh, the candidate for U.S. Senate in Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, on with Don Lemon earlier. Well, let's talk about inflation because that's a big concern for voters. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is? And should the Biden administration be doing more? I I just do. I I think that simply is also, Leah, let's talk about the trillions in in massive tax tax, uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax uh, structure as well. True. You know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit. And and now they still want to support those as well. True. I think in terms of being very serious about uh, addressing inflation is is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they, they should have been. Uh, where they're able to uh, fight uh, the, the, the deficit. What? What? I'm sorry, it might just be me. Perhaps I didn't understand the complexity of the question. I saw you shaking your head, Kevin. I saw you shaking your head, Scott. You were trying to figure out. If maybe you didn't understand the complexity of the question. So let's listen to it. Let's listen to it one more time, and let's see whether we missed something there, because it was a very difficult question. Let's listen to the question from Don Lemon one more time, and then listen to the answer from U.S. Senate candidate John Fetterman. Well, let's talk about inflation, because that's a big concern for voters. What do you think the biggest cause of inflation is, and should the Biden administration be doing more? No, I, I just do. I, I think the, it, that simply is also, Leah, let's 
talk about the trillions in massive tax cuts to the corporate tax structure as well. True. You know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit, and now they still want to support those as well. True. I think in terms of being very serious about addressing inflation is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they should have been where they're able to fight the deficit. Okay. So you see, it's all very simple. That's what it is. Here's an example. We always talk about bias reporting and what does bias look like, and, you know, the left is biased, blah, blah, blah. We could go through and get 100 examples every day, but let me find. For those of you that think it's all nonsense, let me give you a headline, and then let me read you the part of the story that references the headline. This is from The Hill. No, I'm sorry. Excuse me. It's not The Hill. This is from NBC, from NBC News. Okay. Here's the headline. Arizona GOP nominee Carrie Lake mocks attack on Paul Pelosi at campaign event. So from the headline, we would know that this woman who's running for governor out in, um, you know, AZ, is mocking, mocking Paul Pelosi and the attack. So here's what she said that NBC says, NBC News says mocks Paul Pelosi. She said, I quote, Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in D.C. Apparently her house doesn't have a lot of protection. That's what she said. The crowd laughed a little bit. Did you hear her mock the attack? Did you hear her mock mock Paul Pelosi? No. She went on to say, if our lawmakers can have protection, if our politicians can have protection, if our athletes, then certainly the most important people in our lives, our children, should have protection. I did not hear in that reference one bit of mocking of Paul Pelosi. Yet that's what they're claiming. She's mocking Paul Pelosi. No such thing. There's a New York Post story earlier today that, guess what, Lee Zeldin has now inched above Hochul. Republican Republican Representative Lee Zeldin has nudged out Democrat rival Kathy Hochul 48.4% to 47.6%. Folks, this is, I mean, it's great that, that Zeldin is on top. But let me tell you, this is so close. This is so close. You know what Democrats say when it's a close election. Just get it close enough, and I'll let you fill in the rest of that. If we can just keep it close enough. So here's what needs to happen. There had better be Republican poll watchers at every single poll. I'll say that again. There should be Republican poll watchers at every single poll, every single polling place. Because this is a close one. Right now, it appears that Lee Zeldin is in the lead. This is Gate. This is Bo Snurley, James Golden with you on WABC. We're going to come back. We're taking your call straight ahead. Don't go away. It's all right. 
is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 7 WABC family and supporting our tri-state and national law enforcement departments. Sign our petition to make our communities safe. Head over to WABCRadio.com slash petition right now. And if you support the men and women of law enforcement who put their lives on the line daily to protect us, sign that petition. Make our communities safer by supporting law enforcement. Go to WABCRadio.com slash petition. Sign up now. Also, remember, you can join 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda as we honor law enforcement officers. Across the nation, Thursday, November 3rd, with special guest and commentary, 77 WABC and Ramsey Mazda, Back the Blue. Thursday, November 3rd, let's head to the telephones. Max in Manhattan, you're up first. Thanks for waiting. Well, thank you for taking my call. Um, Three little small bullet points. Um, I understand that the security around the Pelosi residence is a sort of high-class security, and they're patrolling it constantly. So the only way I'm thinking that this guy could have gotten into the house or gotten close to the house is if security had seen him several times before and he was approved to get in the area. Mm, um, I don't know second, about that. But there thing. is a story today in the Daily Mail that the neighbors say everybody's homes and they are, are alarmed and wired. And the neighbors questioning why no alarms went off. So that's an interesting point. Hmm. Good point here. Um, the Democrats founded the KKK in the 1860s. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about that. And Mark Stein, before this, the previous time that you had him on, I agree with him on something very important, and that was that is that we should have paper ballots. That's one thing that he acknowledged the time before last. And I am I am uh, coming from a different place with election. We have the highest, we have the best technology in the world. And we also have this new thing called blockchain, a little bit difficult to explain in a, in a sound bite. But I would say this. The mechanisms do exist with technology to ensure safe elections where every vote is counted, but also every vote can be tracked down. And that technology exists today. Vito in Staten Island, welcome. You're on WABC with James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerly. How are you, Vito? Uh, how are you, Mr. Snerly? My pleasure to speak with you. I'm honored. Um, as far as the Pelosi incident goes, I think they should send that mentally ill person to Canada. They are euthanizing the mentally ill. Let Castro's son deal with them. Now, I want to get on to Jen Psaki. I know you can't use any, I know you, I know you can't use any vulgar language, but I have an acronym that I use, and all you have to say is, Jen Psaki, you can't understand normal thinking. Thank you very much for your, for letting me go out speak, sir. Have a nice day. Thank you, Jen Psaki. You can't understand normal. Oh, think, uh-huh. Oh, uh, John, Valley Stream. How aye, are you? Aye, Welcome. Aye. Good. Jo- Bo, good speaking to you. Mm-hmm. So this controversy with Curtis and um, Earth, Wind, and Fire versus lie in the family stone Curtis mm-hmm. must be delusional because there's no comparison Maurice there is Price no controversy was a genius he was a musical genius and an innovator there's and so was sly look i love what you're I saying but you know that. yeah but so i mean yeah but you, you nailed it maurice amazing earth wind and fire mate. so was sly but i mean you just all you have to do is listen all you have to do is listen Listen to both groups. They were both amazing, and I don't want to take away one from the other. John, thank you so much. Let's go to Flushing 
And Pete, Pete, how are you? Oh, first time I'm calling you, man. I love your show, and I love how you rip out music, man. You're very tasty. You have definitely excellence in musical taste. Thank you. And I'd also like to hope one day maybe you'll do a little bit of Dave Brubeck, uh, Take Five. Take Five? Yeah, drum drum solos by Joe Morello, an incredible drummer that doesn't get his kudos. You know what? I love Dave Brubeck, and I love love that album. So absolutely. You know, I'm not, believe me, I store all the stuff that people say. We had someone else that wanted to hear Coltrane. I'm trying to find the right moment to play um, Giant Steps. We had someone else that wanted to hear some Duke Ellington. I think uh, Lotus Blossoms, everybody knows, like, Take the A Train and, 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 and Satin Doll and all that. So I was thinking maybe Lotus Blossoms from Duke Ellington. So I'm putting together a list, and I am just added Brubeck. Because of you, I uh, just added Brubeck. Well, I consider it an honor, and thank you. I've been playing drums for a long time, and I studied with a drummer from Rainbow named Bobby Rondinelli, a great one. But um, my question is, how come the greatest mayor in the world has a show before you? And every time he mentions Black Lives Matter and Antifa, and they mention things about the police, he says something to the effect they were chanting, fry them up like bacon, uh, what are the pigs in a blanket? Is that what he says? They were That's also- what the chant was. That, was. that was the chant that many of these – go ahead. No, no, but my point is, because I don't want to get cut off – is they were also chanting, what do we want dead cops? When do we want them now? I think that's the one you guys should be leading with. The other one sounds kind of like moronic and childish. That one is really, that just really is just terrible, and it's disgusting. And if you led with that, I think that would have a, a, a better effect than what these You know what? You need to call Rudy. Oh. I love Rudy's show. You need to call Rudy and mention that to him. I'm sure he would love to hear that, and thank you. I appreciate it, Pete, so much, and we're going to brew back for you. Mike in Oceanside, how are you? Time's running out, Mike. Hey, hey, Bo, thanks. Uh, listen, uh, first of all, I want to wish you a happy Taco Tuesday. Uh, and also, I'll have a question is, how do you, what do you feel about the yellow school bus? Hmm, the yellow school bus. I don't know. I don't know. Barry, New Jersey, you're up next. How are you? Sir, thank you for having me calling you. All right. One point. Two points, actually. One point is uh, Fetterman, okay? I'm a physician. This guy is classic. He, he's had a bad stroke. Make no mistakes about it. Classic, expressive, and receptive aphasia, okay? Especially expressive. He can't say what he wants to say. Got it. Got and it. And for the Democratic Party to support someone like that just so he can check off a box is, is crazy. And number yeah, two, it's for, last thing mm-hmm, I was going to mm-hmm. say, say was about the – you had a caller about Paul Pelosi, right? Has anybody said this was an invited guest yet? A lot of people are speculating that, that there was a <clears throat> relationship, but no one has – yeah, it's speculation at this point. May God bless and protect each and every one of you, my friends, and your families. We will be here tomorrow at 4 o'clock. For Boston Early's Rush Hour. Till then, remember the real enemy of any communist society is not the dissident. Its real enemies are the beautiful and the good, each of which answers to a higher authority. See you tomorrow. Bye.
This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 